All right, folks, we are back at you with another episode of Restaurant Dirt. I got my man, Rockin' Roger Bodwin, with us. And we are going to talk about a situation that did not work out well in Roger's restaurant. And you've probably had stuff like this that you've seen or have heard about. And you got to be able to flip the script and make your marketing work. So, so Roger had a giveaway, and it did not get given away. <laughs> so what happened, Roger? Actually, it did. So, of course, for those who don't know me, I had this really super successful restaurant, but we were based at a ski resort. And every season, we tried to come up with a really big, big idea for a promotion to drive excitement, drive traffic. You know, we did a lot of promotions for marketing. And I got the brilliant idea of getting a snowmobile and doing a raffle so that, uh, you know, hopefully we'd make a little bit of money on the snowmobile, not lose any money, and we'd give this thing away as a grand prize. We'd display this thing for many weeks into the winter season. We'd literally hang it from the ceiling, which was a challenge in and of oh, itself. Yeah. We had a partner up the street that uh, ran a snowmobile rental business, and he had all the inside ties to all the manufacturers of snowmobiles. He got us a machine at cost, which saved us thousands of dollars, which was awesome. He was a really cool partner and customer of ours. So we got this um, snowmobile. It was, you know, brand new state-of-the-art machine. And we had this post and beam building, and somehow we had to figure out this, this chain and pulley system to literally lift this thing up in the air over the bar so that people could see it all year. We created all this great signage. And we literally held a raffle where we charged people a dollar a ticket to win this thing. And as you can imagine, people are signing the tickets and throwing the dollars at us. And, and sure enough, we made you know, quite a bit of money um, on these raffle sales. And then here's where things started to go awry. So after weeks and weeks and weeks of excitement, and you try to figure out all the little legal details and all the little fine print about, okay, what are the, you know, what are the rules of this contest? And one of the biggest rules was you had to be present to win this thing. Meaning, you know, on the day of the giveaway, we figured we we're going to have a windfall of business. The bar is going to be packed. We're going to be selling lots of food and alcohol. So in order to win this thing, we wanted every single ticket holder that we sold a ticket to, to actually be there. So that was printed on the ticket, must be present to win. So what ended up happening was, okay, so at the appointed hour, the place is packed. It's pandemonium. I get up on this bar stool with a microphone and now I'm, you know, we got the barrel, you know, and we're spinning the barrel to make sure. <laughs> so we, so a, an assistant puts her hand in, pulls out the first ticket and gives it to me and I read it. And sure enough, you know, someone in the back of the room says, we have a winner, you know, and all the crowd goes, ah, it's exciting, right? And they come walking up and it turns out that I knew the owner of the winner of this particular ticket. I mean, it was a customer of mine. I knew who it was, but the person that was collecting the prize wasn't the, wasn't the winner. And it said, must be present to win, you know? And now I'm caught in the frenzy of all these people wonder. And now the crowd goes silent. And now I'm like, wait a minute, you're not the winner. Where's the, Oh, he couldn't be here. Must be. And then the crowd starts screaming, must be present to win, must be present to win. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I literally just crumbled. I'm on this bar stool. I'm in a sea of 300 people. And now it's like, it, you know, everyone's screaming, call another one, call another one. <laughs> so I literally had to call another one. So what oh. ended up happening was the original winner put in a complaint with the state of Maine. And basically, they, they investigated and they found out that, well, one, I never checked to see, but these, these raffles were apparently illegal in the state of Maine and all this kind of stuff. 
So after collecting literally thousands of these tickets, we had to pay back every single dollar to every single person that, and you can imagine the logistical and the paperwork nightmare of literally paying all these people back all their money and, and it was just crazy. And we didn't end up getting fined. We had a real clean record in our restaurant, but there was an investigation. I had to pay back all the money. It cost me you know, mm-hmm. the, the purchase of the snowmobile and we ended up giving it away to the next person that I called that actually was present to win. So that person was happy, but the original winner that actually wasn't there wasn't happy, and I got caught in the middle of the whole thing. Yeah, dude. So two, yeah, a couple things happened there. Uh, you have an upset customer who's now filing something with the, the state regulation people. That's no exactly. Good. Um, you have to do all the. I'm imagining you know, thousands of pieces of paper that have names on them, and you're like you're like trying to pay a dollar to each person. I can't even imagine the logistics of that and the time that took. So that that was that was probably brutal. Uh, but you did have, I guess, I guess a little bit, and then you had to swallow the whole cost of the darn snowmobile, give it to exactly. another person. Yes, exactly. Um, Live and learn. Um, Big promotion. Yeah. I mean, we had a yeah. packed house. It did drive business. So it wasn't a total loss, but it's like the unexpected yeah. is always around the next corner. And if you don't do your homework and you do diligence, man, you could, we could have got more than just a slap on the wrist and the pain of paying all these people back. It could have been a, a fine or, you know, whatever, but. Yeah, absolutely. And so, yeah, you could, it could have been much worse. And what we'd like to do is with these stories is, uh, is the second part is flip the script. So that happened and that was a, a kind of a bad story. And, you know, these, th- these things are kind of funny in retrospect uh, because there are lessons to learn. And so for restaurant operators that are doing kind of really uh, kind of on the fly promotions, the lesson here is be careful. You might be flouting some sort of regulation that's going to get you hurt. But what else can you take away from this? Or what else can you do in your marketing that's going to spin this around? Make sure you do a promotion that makes sense. Well, you know, (laughs) it it is kind of crazy because you're right. We absolutely could have done more homework. You know, thousands of details of running restaurants. We just didn't take it as far as we should have taken it. We were just more concerned about the promotional aspects and the big impact and the big idea and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, we see people, oh, the key was this. It's like nonprofits can do raffles all day long, but if you're a for-profit business right. in the state of Maine, you cannot hold a raffle. Right. Yeah, you know, absolutely. and that was the kicker that we didn't investigate. And, and we saw lots of like the Chamber of Commerce every year in our town would give away something huge. But it's like you didn't think, oh, they're a nonprofit versus, yeah, we're a for-profit business. You just say, oh, they just gave away, you know, X and such a cool thing. It's like, let's do that too. Let's, let's give away something that our audience would appreciate. So. Yeah, we didn't do the homework, and that's the key takeaway. I mean, marketing, you know, marketing is the lifeblood of your business, and you're always trying to come up with all these really cool ideas. But, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of – the end result isn't necessarily what you expect. So, Yeah, where we are today is probably a lot different uh, in in terms of with social media and so forth. So restaurants are probably looking – scrambling for little kind of ideas that you can take – and uh, implementing your restaurant. To me, there's no magic bullets these days in terms of promotions, in terms of marketing. There's no one platform to be on. So restaurateurs, if you're doing marketing, you really wanna be doing little kind of experiments in each place, something on Facebook, something on Instagram, something with your mobile, something in store with loyalty. You've gotta hit um, so many different little buckets that add up to a, a big bucket when you're doing promotions. But in each each one of them, just make sure you don't do an Instagram giveaway where you're meeting a celebrity and there's some sort of weird legal thing attached to that where you get caught with your pants down. So any other kind of closing thoughts here, Raj? 
Yeah, social media is huge and you got to be on it. But one thing that a lot of restaurateurs miss, I mean, they, they, they post on their, on their platforms, but what they don't do necessarily is get their staff to post on their platforms as right. well. And we were really huge with that in that my staff had so much fun in my restaurant. It became such a family and such a cool thing that every single thing that was going on, my staff were on their camera phones and then posting stuff constantly. And it was just a huge influx of additional likes and additional visits. And, and it just drove a lot of excitement for my restaurant on multiple platforms. And we did trivia on Facebook and Twitter and all this kind of stuff, which we got a lot of engagement from, you know, and all sorts of you know, mystery stuff. And, you know, we had scavenger hunt contests in the restaurant that we promoted on social media, but the right. staff were key to that. So don't just post as an owner or a manager, get your staff to really get engaged as well. And that'll just increase your exposure. Yeah. Good point. Because listen, places that have 10 employees, 20 employees, 50 right. employees, mm -hmm. that can super duper charge your uh, ampl amplification process. These people, your, your staff have huge audiences on, on platforms. You'd be surprised. They're going to have 100 followers here, 2,000 over there. They may be a local blogger or have a Twitch account or, or something you don't, you're not even aware of, and they can reach a lot of people in your marketplace. So as we wrap up, definitely you can find uh, us on social platforms like Facebook, uh, find Running Restaurants there. You can find us on Twitter as well. So you can see all those links at the main website of runningrestaurants.com. And Roger, likewise, you're out there on the social web. Where can people find you, my man? Okay, we're at we're at Restaurant Rock One on Twitter. And then of course, Facebook is just slash Restaurant Rockstars. And of course, our website, restaurantrockstars.com. Yep, check, check Roger out on the web. Check us out on the web. That's it for today's episode of Dirt, where you kind of learn things that didn't work. Uh, and this time we, talk, we talked about marketing and then flip it to how it can work for your restaurant. We'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. See you, James.